uh, summers in Rio and can be real scorchers, so I cover up with sunscreen. Before I go out, I set my sunscreen down by radio, locked to CJSW, 90.9 FM Calgary. It goes from SPF 15 to SPF radio. I'm gonna put some on right now. Yeah, you can really feel the radio. CJSW, 90.9 FM, radio you can feel. CJSW.com. Into the mood of Stampede here in Calgary. And that usually means it's concert calendar time. Talking about Terminus Festival. A time for Sled Island. Right here at the Calgary Folk Music Festival. Uh, Calgary Blues Fest. Over at Studio Bell. Check her out. Blocked. CJSW 90.9 FM. You are listening to The Circuit, a weekly program dedicated to the events and festivals that were set to happen in and around our vibrant community. It's a celebration of the past and things to come for Calgary's music scene. Thank you to the Rosé Foundation and Calgary Arts Development for the support on this special initiative.
CGSW 90.9 FM. You're tuned into the circuit. I'm Liam. This is Jess. Good morning. Good morning. How are you doing? I'm doing great. It is. It's a good time. It's a good time to be alive. <laughs> Couldn't have said it better myself. <laughs> it's a weird time, though. <laughs> so, yeah, it's a weird time. We're making do with what we got. Yeah, so you were just listening to... Uh, Ottawa Zone, a tribe called Red. That's their remix of the track Look at This off their self titled release. And um, by the way, you're tuned into The Circuit. That's what this program is. And uh, each week, The Circuit is hosted by Jess and myself. We are di- diving and delving into uh, different events in and around the Calgary area, um, trying to align it with the timing that they would have taken place at. Um, and this week, we are taking a bit of a peek into Rhythm of the People, kind of an inaugural debut event. Um, it's the first of its program, kind. First of its year. kind. Yeah. yeah, put on by the Indigenous Resilience and Music Group. And uh, obviously due to uh, complications that have caused the exact same uh, fate for every event we've covered in the past two months. Um, it's not going to be happening. So we're going to do our best to try and um, spotlight some of the artists that would have played. And, um, of course, kicking things off with Tribe Called Red. We got more on the way from Anachnid. Um Soccer Mommy. I'm going to try not to shed a tear over this one because this was like my highly anticipated festival of the year. It, looking at it, it's, right? it's fun. For the it's first heck. year... Like, I would have been crossing so many bands off of my concert bucket list. Now I don't get to. Yeah. I mean, that same goes for a lot of other festivals, a lot of things. I can't be whiny and complaining about it. But I was really excited about this one. And I'm excited to share, you know, some of the acts that we're going to come through to Calgary. We're going to talk with Curtis uh, Left Hand, who is the executive director of the festival. And, um, I guess, founder of Indigenous Resilience and Music as well. So he'll be speaking more to that. And um, yeah, I'm excited for the show. Yeah, and uh, obviously cut a little bit short because of the fourth line grind, but uh, that's okay. We gave it a green light. Yeah, we gave it a green light. It's not all about us sometimes. (laughs) Sometimes it's not all about us. Yeah. Well, as you mentioned, we'll we'll be chatting with Curtis Left Hand, but to tie you over until then, I think we'll just get into a little bit more music. From artists that we're going to play. So this is Montreal multidisciplinary indigenous OG Cree artist um, Anachnid and it's her track Summer Hunting. This is a this is a Jess choice. Oh, it's phenomenal. You listen to CGSW 90.9 FM.
I used to smile when I walked I used to be someone I hated I used to cry a lot I used to think I was a woman So I got used to pulling the short stick And now you all you think I'm man enough But I got so used to pulling the short stick And I don't know what to do With all this privilege I got a voice now And I got power But I can't stand it Ooh, I got a voice now I got power Ooh, I can't stand is my opinions And nobody tells me that I can't do it I got so used to pulling the short stick And I got so used to Yeah. 
CJSW 90.9 FM. That last track is Quinn Christofferson. His track, Erase Me, which actually won him the 2019 Tiny Desk Contest. Um, the song explores his experience coming out as a transgender man. And uh, a good tune, obviously, was slated to play Rhythm of the People, the festival that uh, the circuit, which is the show you're in program you're tuned into right now, uh, was going to highlight, is highlighting, uh, that would have been. And uh, before Quinn Christopherson, we heard from Soccer Mommy, another artist on that same lineup, her track, Your Dog, off of her record, Clean, another really good, good track. Um, like we mentioned, you're tuned into The Circuit. It's Liam and Jess. And we are here on this fine Thursday morning, just going through uh, a lot of the track lists of the lineup that Rhythm of the People was highlighting. Um, we spoke to earlier in the program. It's a heck of a lineup that we were both kind of a little melancholy that now we're listening through these tracks, like kind of wish we could have played it. But uh, either way, we're actually going to go and chat with the director himself, Curtis Lefton. He's on the phone. I think that's him right now. Curtis, how's it going? Can you hear us? Hello. How are you doing, sir? Good, good. This is Curtis. Uh, I'm calling for an interview. Yeah, man. Uh, we uh, we did you dirty. We just <laughs> patched it live. This is you're, We're on it. Oh, okay. <laughs> cool. Okay. <laughs> so I, nice I to no hear idea. from you. Yeah, yeah. Uh, who, who, uh, which show is this again? Sorry, so, my bad. Yeah, the, obviously the the coordination for this one. It was just time. The time was just perfect. This is um, the circuit, so it's uh, Liam and Jess, and we've been hosting it since uh, early, late June. And each week, we've been highlighting a different program, a different festival, a different event in and around the the city that would have mm-hmm. taken place. And we're trying to align it with the weeks that would have taken place at. So uh, obviously, yeah. this week, Rhythm of the People, it would have been that inaugural. Uh, event, so we're hoping that you can shed a little bit of light on, um, you know, the the cultivation of the the project, uh, what the goals and sites were set on it. I know it was a kind of a three stage um, event, and um, and we're just kind of running through the 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 track list of a lot of the lineup that would have been yeah. so we you know we just heard um from enacted we went through uh soccer mommy and quinn christopherson so we were just, really excited for this festival so yeah. we thought who better to t- speak with than Curtis? yeah yeah <laughs> um, um so do you want to introduce yourself to the listeners and just talk a little bit about what you do sure uh okay uh uh, hello, my name is Curtis Running Rabbit Left Hand. My Indian name is Running Rabbit, uh, and I come from the Amskapi Bikani people uh, of the Suksika uh, Blackfoot Confederacy, and I also come from the Suksika Nation as well. Uh, I'm the Executive Artistic Director for Indigenous Resilience and Music, and we, uh, yeah, we do a lot of work in programming, uh, different uh, youth group programs for Indigenous youth. Uh, we do a lot of uh, showcases for Indigenous artists and non-Indigenous artists, and we have artist residency programs. We just do a lot of programming in the music community and music industry uh, to help create a better platform for Indigenous musicians in relationship with non-Indigenous musicians um, for the, yeah, just for you know, progressing our relationships together 
in, in Canada and, and throughout, the, throughout North America. So how did it originate? When did you first get involved with uh, Indigenous Resilience in Music? Uh, so it started off uh, five years ago. I was sitting down. I was actually on, no, actually, kind of, kind of going back a little further. Um, I was on tour and I was in Regina and um, I had met these indigenous youth that came to see uh, the band I was playing and performing. I had no idea that um, you know these indigenous youth were uh, were going to show up, and they were just like kind of like random. And I was I was a fill in for this band, and they just showed up, and I talked to them, and they're like, "Yeah, we saw that you're indigenous," and or they saw like me performing, they're like, "Oh yeah, he's definitely like indigenous, or he's Indian, and we want to go talk to him." And they came and talked to me, and I was like, "Oh, this is really cool," and they're like, "Yeah, we don't get to see a lot of people in this." genre of music play this kind of music um, and we never get to see a lot of that stuff happening and we don't know if it's happening and like for me I've been in music for a long time so I get to see different indigenous musicians you know perform and play music that is like you know groundbreaking and there's a lot of youth that don't get that and so IRIM started off as you know we wanted to do youth programs where we can help shed light on there are indigenous musicians out there that can that are amazing musicians and they're groundbreaking but also we want to give you the tools and help you utilize your tools to be a musician as well. So it started off as, you know, just mainly youth programming and then went into later on into showcases, into now a festival and artist residency programs and all of this stuff. So it's just kind of grown grown from that. And uh, now with Rhythm of the People, we're now uh, part of the festival circuit and festival owners. Yeah, and I was just saying last break how, like, I was so excited for the festival. I was going to cross mm-hmm. off so many acts off my bucket list as far as concert goes. So I was really excited for that. Did you have a lot of um, say and uh, creative direction as far as how you wanted to curate the festival? And was there anything that you were like really excited to see personally? Yeah, like I mean, for us, it's, it's kind of like um, I do curate, but I also take uh, take consideration from the rest of like you know everyone that's a part of it so other staff members that are part of IRIM I get to like you know sit down with them and be like hey like what do you think of this artist or what do you think about this artist and then I'll like I'll curate a list and they'll be like yeah I have to get this artist like you know I don't think it's like really just me like I'll, I'll bring up the artist but then if one of us don't like it then we'll kind of like you know if they're not going to bring anything to the festival or to Calgary um, or to Mokinsis or the Blackfoot Confederacy, then it's like kind of like, well, why are we going to bring them here? Mm-hmm. And so those questions pop up. Um, and so whenever that does pop up, then we just kind of go back to just where one is like, okay, should we book this artist and whatnot? But usually I'll, I'll create a list and I'll bring it to the rest of the other folks, the part of IRIM, and then they'll give their, their own insight and say yes or no. And then we kind of just move from there. Um, unless it's like, you know, an artist, I'm like, okay, I know for a fact this artist is going to like do amazing stuff for, for Calgary and for uh, the indigenous the music community. You know, kind of just like, like, let's just get this artist, you know, kind of thing. But yeah, it's a lot of it's group work around that. We're speaking with uh, Curtis Running Rabbit, left hand of IRIM on the circuit. And uh, Curtis, you mentioned that the... Um, the festival was also um, kind of running hand in hand with some residencies at the National Music Center. So, how did Irem get um, involved with the the Bell Studios, and are those residencies in jeopardy, or, or how? What's the status of the other parts of this event? That yeah. So, well, the festival was supposed to happen uh, a week ago. Actually, no, this week. Uh, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, here we are. Yeah, yeah, and. Uh, 
so with that, it's like, you know, it's kind of heartbreaking that the festival had to be canceled. But uh, we did have a residency program that was going to lead into the festival where an artist, um, you know, we're going to pay for them to create music, create new content uh, at Studio Bell. And then after they create that new content, we're going to offer them the chance to perform that new content at the festival, but then also just perform their own original music and just be a part of that live performance um, and and be involved in that way. And so we really want the artist residency program to be involved in the festival because that gives like, you know, whatever they create in that time prior. And then once it gets to the festival, they get to showcase everything, all the hard work they've done and put it into that time, right? And so, and at the same time too, is we also want to offset costs because we know a lot of Indigenous artists cannot afford residency programs where they have to you know they have to offset you know half of the cost we want to pay for the full thing and so we want to make sure that an artist is taken care of that they can be in the residency program but they don't have to worry about um you know not making ends meet at the end of the day after they're done their residency um but then also getting that opportunity to like you know you worked really hard writing music is really hard it takes a lot of confidence especially being indigenous you're going through a, you're in a realm of, of um, you're in an industry and around that you know doesn't accommodate you a lot of the time so we want to give you that platform to also share it with the world um, at the festival so that's what you know that's what the festival was about too was uh, hand in hand with the residency program and that will definitely change um, because the residency program is also thematic and so this one was around language revitalization um, and using um, writing the music all in in their original language, the original people's language um, from their community, uh, and then putting that to song. Um, and then uh, after that, being able to showcase it to, to everyone, which I think is amazing. And being able to do that, you can also utilize it as a tool for, you know, language revitalization, like revitalizing programs that can, you know, for youth that need to hear it or don't, you know, get to speak the language a lot. Uh, they get to hear a piece of that and listen to the music and, and learn from it, learn their language, uh, learn their original people's language. And I think that's like super important. So it was all kind of like around that. And next year, you know, if, if we do get it next year, um, uh, we will be like, you know, we'll be coming back to it and, and, and revamping that. But now the, the residency right now is kind of on hold because we don't know what the, what the future holds for when it's Studio Bell. Um, but then mm-hmm. also the artists, like how are they going to get to Calgary or to Canada um, from where they are? So we're working through that right now. We, we're working through contingency plans, but um, they're just kind of like on, like we're on the ground running with it, but there's no official set times of like when this is going to actually happen. We're just trying to see like what options are there right now because, you know, this pandemic is an ongoing thing. It's going to continue for a little bit until, you know, there's a vaccine. And so we don't know what that future looks like, if it's a full cancellation or if it's just being fully postponed. Mm-hmm. I can imagine it's probably like a really complicated process. But um, IRIM is a year-round organization. So are there some things uh, that you've been doing uh, over, you know, I guess it's been half a year already since the pandemic hit. So uh, yeah. what kind of things have you been up to or maybe some things that you're planning to do? Honestly, it's on. It's come down to like we do virtual online performances, which we call lodge sessions, and then we we've been doing that for a minute, and then we also just do youth programs right now. Um, so we're kind of kind of going back to square one of like how we ran as an organization before the festival, um, where we just wanted to be more focused on um, right now with the limited resources we have for artists. Uh, you know, there's no way we can have an actual. Um, like an actual festival there's no way we can have a residency program 
um, or sorry, a festival that is like, you know, in person mm-hmm. um, rather than going virtual. And then like you, there's no way we can have a residency program because of um, everything with social distancing. So right now we're just doing youth programs and one of our youth programs actually start up in a week from now. And then we have another one at the end of the month and then we're just continuing on. So because a lot of it has been this time frame since then has been like contingency plans, like figuring out what we can do. And now that we know we have resources there to run the youth programs that are that are pretty easy and, and they're accommodating that we can do that. Um, we can do virtual online performances, which we have been doing so we can accommodate artists. Uh, and now we're looking at uh, just different other plans to continue running our programs uh, before the end of the year. Well, thanks again, Curtis, for coming on in short notice. And uh, sorry to throw you right into the wolves at, uh, at the start with this phone call, but uh, we're just excited to have you on. Is there no any worries. way that... Uh, Anyone who's listening can can reach out, support, keep the conversation going so that next year when we circle back, IRIM has a, a second chance at putting on a, a festival like this. Yeah. Um, if you want to just go to our website, www.irim.ca, um, you can find us on there. All of our contact information is on there. Uh, information on future programs is on there. Um, you'll see like many things just pop up. We're actually adding some more stuff to our website so people can see and be more in- uh, get get more involved and more uh, more interaction that way. Um, and then yeah, just keep up to date with that. And you can follow us on Instagram. It's just uh, Indigenous Resilience and Music on Instagram, our Instagram handle, and then Indigenous Resilience and Music on Facebook. And we have updates on there. Um, uh, every like every day almost perfect well that's amazing yeah. and thank you once again for coming on and shedding some light on uh, the coordinating of this festival the, the behind the scenes and, and what it's like dealing yeah. with uh this pandemic as you navigate through uh another round of it but uh we'll yeah. keep our eyes and ears peeled for now we're gonna get into some more music we've got some boogie the beat on the way awesome yeah thanks curtis take care no worries. stay safe take care. That was Curtis running rabbit left hand. And as we mentioned, uh, we got about eight minutes left in the program. So I think we have enough time for one, maybe two tracks. I got. Let's try to fit it in. Yeah, we got Buffalo. Uh, this is a track, a Winnipeg artist. Goes by Boogie the Beat. It's a bit of a banger. So I may want to turn the volume up a little bit. Just a little bit. Suggest W90.9.
KJSW 90.9 FM. That is Boogie the Beat, his track Buffalo. That's out of Winnipeg, Manitoba. Um, this is Liam and Jess. And Thanks we, for tuning in. Yeah, we're basically just coming on to say goodbye. goodbye. Well, <laughs> till next week. Till next Thursday. But uh, it was a fun little show. A uh, bit of uh, an impromptu interview, as you may have heard off the start. Uh, but um, we studied the ship and, and we got some really good, valuable information out of Curtis. And we want to say thank you again for coming on. Really appreciate taking the time out of your day. And all our listeners, if you miss this show live, you can always go on cjsw.com programs and in the archives you can find it podcasted there as well as on apple podcast network uh, just under the circuit and go to irim.ca show support for indigenous resilience and music because we want a festival next year absolutely 100 um stay tuned for good medicine show we're going to get into some high walk to lead you out it's been fun we'll see you next week see you next week this town, we'll be listening to only one radio station. That's right. CGSW 90.9 is the best radio station to listen to a wide variety of music and some spoken word content as well. That's also important to know. CGSW 90.9 FM is broadcasting out of Calgary, Alberta at the University of Calgary campus radio station located on Treaty 7 land. I would like to take this opportunity to acknowledge the traditional territories of the people of the Treaty 7 region in southern Alberta. The city of Calgary is also home to the Métis Nation of Alberta, Region 3.
Hello friends, well-wishers, and even foes and well-wish-I-was-inners. Thank you for joining me today at The Good Medicine Show. This song that you just heard, which was broadcast from the University of Calgary, which is, of course, on the traditional territories of the Indigenous Peoples of the Treaty 7 region and Métis Nation of Alberta Region 3. That was a new track called Criminals by Loyal Lobos off of Everlasting. Now that the pleasantries are out of the way, here's a little synthesizer for your ear holes.
一样。